Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 36, how to make intuitive decisions. In this episode, you will learn how to pay attention to your intuitive nudges so that you can be decisive when it comes to decision-making in your life and your business. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today we are talking all about how to make intuitive decisions. And we use our intuition when it comes to business-related stuff, relationships, things that we want to do. We use our intuition all of the way. Whether we realize it or not, you are using your intuition too. And sometimes our emotions can play a major role in confusing us with intuitive nudges. So what do yes. you think about that? And every, every time we make a decision, our goal should be for it to be an intuitive decision mm-hmm. because our intuition already knows the answer yes so it's that subtle little nudge that's inside of you Mm -hmm. that a lot of times it gets buried with overthinking and stress and all of that and the link that connects you and your intuition together or you and God together it gets clouded to where people they overanalyze their intuitive decisions and then oftentimes more times than not they end up making the opposite decision that they were supposed to do which I've done that before Lindsay's done that before before. but we're learning to really tune into that intuitive nudge and follow that because Mm -hmm. we know that as we continue to follow our instincts looking back every time you followed your instinct in your life like if you think about it right now the last five years or ten years or fifteen years you'll see that every time your instinct told you something 99% of the time it was correct true that's definitely true and normally if you don't follow it and you try to get everyone else's advice you just want the confirmation of what you're feeling anyways intuitively so it's like you ask for the advice and if they don't give you exactly what you want to hear you listen to what they're saying but you kind of have it go one in one ear and out the other and sometimes it could actually cause you to cause your mind to overthink constantly so it just makes it more draining to to look for outside opinions. Yes, we want to get to a point to where we, we don't need outside opinions to make mm-hmm. decisions, like to make decisions on where we should go on our road trip or to make decisions on what career path you should choose or who you're supposed to be with or mm-hmm. even all of the small decisions that lead up to those big decisions. You want You want to get to the point to where you're so in tune with yourself that you're trusting your own opinion first. Yeah. And it's funny that you're bringing this up because I have people come to me for intuitive readings and a lot of the times the information that comes forward, it's like they already knew. They already had the confirmation. They needed that confirmation to get the reading to confirm what they already knew in their heart that they wanted to do in the end, that it was it ends up coming true because that's what their their goal was. So it's sort of interesting how it's so easy to depend on other people when we can do it ourselves too. And it is. And, and in that case, it's, it's smart to depend on other people. If you're so lost yourself mm-hmm. and you're so clouded, a lot of times it's good to reach out 
to somebody like Lindsay or to like a professional that could hold the space for you to help yeah. you on cloud and to see what you already could see by yourself. But, you know, sometimes we need that um, nudge to actually cleanse our connection and see what we knew all along. Right. I love giving intuitive readings, but I really, really love teaching people how to tune into their own intuition so that they feel empowered too. So being able to give a reading, but then also be able to, able to give people the tools to do it, to get their own messages is, is so powerful too. So a mix of the both, I just love it. Yeah, it goes back to give a man a fish, he eats for the day, <laughs> teach a man to fish or a woman, Yeah. they eat for a lifetime. And that's what it is. You, you want to teach them the skill that way they could leave from you and know right. how to do it themselves every second of the day because Lindsay comes from a space of believing that everybody's highly intuitive and that's why you're like that because yeah. you know that you can teach them about this Yes, and they could use this skill forever. Mm -hmm. And I think, so one of the, the common things people ask me is how do I know if it's my intuition um, telling me this or how do I know if it's my fear? And just say that there's a situation that comes up in your life and you want an answer about it. It could be about a relationship. It could be about a business relationship too. If we think about it like that, a lot of business owners listen to this podcast. Um, and you feel very emotionally tied to the situation. I would suggest setting an intention of what you want for an answer, but stepping away from it after you set the intention of what kind of answer, you know, what the question is about this this relationship maybe it's doing an event with someone and you might have that instinct to think oh yes I definitely want to do it or no I don't but you're not quite sure so set the intention that you want clear feelings or information to come forward and allow yourself to kind of release that need for the answer and allow it to show up in different ways and you may have this physical feeling in your body like yes I'm so excited about it I'm I'm pumped up about it or it could be complete opposite or maybe it's a sign or some sort of hidden message that that comes through or maybe the person calls you and says something that completely confirms like you know what this is the type of person that I want to work with exactly because sometimes whenever you are in the picture and you've overthought mm -hmm. about the situation so many times it it could be very confusing like yes. you could be so confused to where it's hard to tune back into your instinct for that specific decision yes. which we all hit those decisions sometimes and when when you do it's smart what Lindsay said you know put set your intention and then step away from it, it maybe go uh draw a picture or go for a walk or some some yeah. kind of hobby and a lot of times you'll end up getting your answers whenever you're doing something else and another thing we we want to get to the space of to where we're so in tune with our intuition and the way we do that is by acting mm -hmm. and trusting our intuition throughout the day with yeah. the little decisions. And as we start to do that and build momentum, you'll see that the situations like Lindsay just described, like overanalyzing, should I work with this person or that person, they will start to show up less and less. Because the more that you trust your intuition and instinct and you act on that, which that's how you show that you trust it, is by acting on the decision once your instinct tells you it you'll start to build that rapport and your decisions will start to become easier and easier yes, that's so true it is all about action and that means taking it out of your mind and, and just making the decision in the first place 
Exactly, because that's what's slice of is hard. It's just like you're spinning your wheels. You're not really going anywhere. So it's like you have to just say like yes or no. The longer you think about it, the harder it is. It is. You want to get to where you're making decisions very quickly and to where you're changing them very slowly. Because the thing is, um, in Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, he wrote a whole chapter about decision. Mm -hmm. And that's what he said. He said, people who end up becoming rich. And he's talking physically, you know, with money, but also wealthy, you know, mentally. You know, people who are rich and abundant, they make decisions quickly. Like they know Mm -hmm. if the answer is yes. And if it is, they stick with it and they know it. And um, they change their decisions very slowly. So they're not... You know, and the opposite's true for people who who don't have a wealthy mindset and who who are actually broke physically. They they're slow to make decisions, and they're always changing their decision. Yeah. So that happens a lot of times with people who are in poverty or who don't have a lot of money in their bank account. If you look at their life, they're uh, they're not very good decision makers. Mm-hmm. So this is one thing that you really want to learn about and practice doing is the art of making. An intuitive decision, meaning trust in your instincts, all of the information that's presented to you, and that underlying nudge that's telling you to go this way or this way, mm-hmm. you're trusting it, and then it starts to become louder. Yes. And you're going to feel this in your physical body at certain points if you're very in tune with your own body. So you'll feel your body gets, you get excited, or you feel like you're more restricted. So I feel like there's a difference though, because sometimes you could get very excited to go on a trip or you can get excited to sign up for a program, but your fear is getting in the way, like, am I able to afford this? Or should I be doing this right now? Like you start to think about the fears that you normally would have before even going through with this decision. And think about it, go back. I always say to go back to the clues and the patterns beforehand. So did you have a fear of going to Italy before before it's presented to you? Was that a fear before? If it was, it's probably not your intuitive nudge of saying, don't go to Italy. It's probably just your fear that came up before that's getting in the way. Yeah, so think about those two mm-hmm. and do this over and over and over with everything. As you start to, every time you're confused, think about it. Think about deeply, like what Lindsay said, how does this situation connect to the past? That I have fears about the same mm-hmm. circumstance that I'm going through now, that I have that in the past. And then as you start to analyze this, um, you'll start to see the distinction between your intuition and between your fear. Like Lindsay yeah. said, your intuition will always feel light. Mm-hmm. And it'll present emotions that make you feel scared, though, right after it comes. Right. You'll feel that intuition. It'll feel very light and exciting and like you want to go towards it. And then a lot of times it'll have a negative charge wrapped around it too of all the fears that entails if you make that decision. Yeah. Because a lot of times your intuition is your higher self. Not a lot of times, every time your intuition is your higher self speaking to you you Mm -hmm. and telling you how to get to that positioning of bringing more of your higher self out. And of course, what does that mean? That means that whatever that decision is, it's going to be outside your current comfort zone. Right. So that's where a lot of the fear comes. So you start to see the distinction distinction between the two. Mm-hmm. And then that better allows you to actually make the intuitive decision because you, because you choose the intuitive decision even if you have the fear because you know yes. that that's how you're going to grow and that's how you're going to impact the people. Mm-hmm. 
And I think the big thing too is with intuition, it doesn't necessarily have to be negative intuitive nudges either because you were just talking about like something positive happening. Yes. And I think a lot of people think that if my intuition's working, what if I receive all these bad premonitions? It doesn't work like that. It's more like what are you focusing your energy on? What is your perception? It's just like us sitting in this room. We can look outside and we can both see two different things. I see the, you know, this beautiful tree outside with the leaves. It's so beautiful. But behind the tree, if I really focus in on behind the tree, it's an ugly color building. <laughs> so it's like there's two different ways that you could look at things. So you really have to think about that when it comes to intuition. What are you really focusing in on? What kind of intuitive nudges do you want? And I actually, we talked about an abundance mindset in the other episode, last episode. But I'm very big on getting intuitive nudges when it gets to be um, about abundant mindset intuitive nudges. Because if you think in abundance, you think in gratitude. And I feel like that's really, really powerful when it comes to decision making. If you can think in an abundance mindset and you can think outside of your current comfort zone, like Tony was saying, everything else flows very easily. So if you can think in the way that you're not fearing something that you're doing, like, is it going to benefit you? That's the question that you want to ask. If I do this, is it going to benefit me? And if you have more benefits than losses, I would say go for it, wouldn't you? Exactly. And I feel like, I mean, it's once you start doing it intuitively, it's easy. It is. And once you set your intention, like Lindsay said, that's the biggest part is setting, mm -hmm. setting your intention for everything in your life. Because um, like a radio station, yeah. It's a, we're, we could all set our frequencies to tune into whatever frequency we want. Mm -hmm. So if we set our intention to specifically use our intuition for the higher good of ourselves and the higher good of everybody, and really from a space of an abundance mindset, meaning a space of this is um, our one life that we have or that we know that we have, mm -hmm. even though there's probably past lives yeah. too, but uh, this is the life we're in and our intention is to live a good life, to do what we want to do every day, to help others do that same thing, mm -hmm. and to help others spread their light. And if your intention and energy, the more it's focused around that, you'll get more and more intuitive nudges around that. But if your intention is on fear and, oh, how am I going to sur survive on this planet? And, and your thoughts are all on survival and you know competing with other people and doing all of this, and you know your intention's on a lower frequency, your intuitive nudges are going to be on that lower frequency too, I find. Yeah, definitely. So it's wherever we direct our mind, um, you look at your in intuition like it's, a, like it's a function of the mind. Mm -hmm. and wherever we direct the mind is where our intuition will go. Yes, that's so true. And it's like, it actually, I keep on seeing like little magnifying glasses. Like that's how I see it. If I feel like there's something like an image if everything is magnified out, it shows me like this is like I zoom in. It's almost like my mind does this now. I've trained my brain to do it where I start to notice things and everything's heightened. So I might hear things a little bit louder when I walk into the store if I'm supposed to hear a message or I see things a little bit differently. And I think that's very important to pay attention to those things. Yes. Um, when yes. we do make intuitive decisions when it comes to our business, they should be very quick, like you mentioned, um, where the information becomes easy as you go along. 
I always suggest to write in a notebook and write down the intuitive hits that you have. So if you have a strong feeling to do some sort of work and you feel guided to create something, if you feel that nudge, write it down and write the date next to it. You can close up the notebook and sort of forget about it if you want, but if it comes up again, there's a reason. So pay attention to the patterns in your life and how they, they show up in your life. And that's how your, your deck of cards was created yeah. actually. An intuitive nudge came. Mm -hmm. That's how uh, your retreat yep. came along. You, you were searching for, for, a right for the place. right place and then an intuitive nudge came to where it showed you the right place. Right. And I feel like that's how you made a lot of your business decisions is through your instinct, not not getting all logical about it, which it's good yeah. to have that side too. But if you have too much of that side, you're like, you become like a computer. So yeah, you have to have like a good balance between the two. And we really need to come from the space of understanding the value and power of our intuition and how our minds, like who we are, processes so much information like every second mm -hmm. that we could tune into that information and get information to make a solid decision for, right. for wherever we're at we have to understand that and how powerful that is mm -hmm. and i would tell people and i think you would tell people too to make all of your decisions from instinct yes go through the logical side of your business and understand the numbers and all of that but when it comes at the end of the day to make all of your decisions on your instincts. If, it, if you feel pulled towards it, do it. If, if you don't, then don't do it. Yeah, and it just made me think of something too. I remember there were a few times that I made a business decision that I really didn't, I, I was kind of pushing myself to make the business decision because I felt bad for people. Like I wanted to help them. So it was almost like my thoughts were differently. It was different. It was a heavy, more heavier feeling. Yeah, it was probably. a heavier feeling, and then I, I did it, and then it just didn't feel right. And I'm like, oh, I should have paid attention before what I was feeling. So do things that feel right for you in the moment. Yes, help people and, and do things for people, but if it doesn't align with what your soul wants at that moment, pay attention to that too. And there was something I was going to say about oh, the podcast. So this podcast, the video podcast, was created because I had done my blog talk radio show for years and I was doing it every Monday and it started to feel stale to me not to other people like everyone was excited that I had it and they were looking forward to it but to me it didn't feel as exciting and I felt drained and almost agitated that I had to go live on Monday night at 8 p.m. so I'm like okay I know that I'm not completely phasing out this, you know, talk show type thing, but it's going to morph into something else. And I kept on getting these subtle signs and I'm like, okay, it's not the right time right now to completely close it off. But as time went on, I started to realize, okay, I'm getting the message. Like, I get it. It's a po I got that intuitive nudge. It is time to switch to video podcast. And I listened and I'm happy that I did. And um, I'm glad that Tony and I are doing it together. And I feel like if I didn't listen to my intuition, I probably would have stuck with the show for a little bit longer and then probably cut it off completely because it was just, I was getting busy. Well, and it starts to affect other areas of your life. If right. you're not making, if you're not following your instincts in one area, it affects yeah. every area of your life. So that's true. 
you have to look at it that way too. So you need to honor yourself. Mm-hmm. And that reminded me of when I was teaching. Yeah. Um, in the school systems, because like Lindsay said, just just because something looks good on the outside, like oh, you're having success doing this, so you should keep doing that. Kind of like Lindsay's radio show. She, the viewers loved the show, and they're getting a lot of value from it. So it was doing a lot of good. Mm-hmm. Just like me teaching in the school systems, you know, it was doing a lot of good. Like I was getting rewards for it. Um, fulfillment from it but when I left over a year ago now I intuitively knew that it was time for me to go to the next phase of my life even though everything was at a high in that moment I just we just started a coffee uh, business um, school-based business just got teacher of the year just got teacher of the year everything was going up high and high and high and high and it was really good but I knew I felt intuitively my instinct told me it's time to go to this next phase now mm-hmm. and I trusted it to where logically it didn't make sense yes that's oh my gosh that's so true it won't logically make sense but you will get a random thought it will feel like very random and I'm putting that in quotation marks um, it, it, but it's not random and I think that's a good point too if something's working but you feel a shift in energy for yourself a shift in interest or a, you're peaked in another way Pay attention to that because a lot of people don't like change, so they'll stick with what they're doing because it's working, but energetically it's not aligned anymore. So what you did when you left, and I felt like I left on a high note too, I was like, I want to get out of here on a high when I leave, Mm -hmm. that's when you you just listen to it. And it's scary, like it's definitely scary to follow your intuitive nudges at the beginning. It is. I mean, at the time when I made the decision, I wasn't uh, scared of like, oh, you know, how am I going to make money and do Mm -hmm. all this? It was more scared for different reasons. I'm thinking, oh, man, now I have to like lay out my whole day differently. I'm going to have to figure out some structure for myself. I'm going to figure out how to like build my business Mm -hmm. and all these different things that I didn't have to worry about before I quit. And you're going to have fears for many different reasons. But at the time, I knew I was in the mindset of I'm always going to trust my intuition and make my decision from there. So it made it easier for me. So if you go into life anticipating that I'm going to trust my instinct, it's going to make it that much easier for you to trust it. And then whenever those fears come up, like, oh, how, how am I going to make money or learn how to do this new business or whatever it is or what are people going to think of me? Well, those won't have as strong of a blow to you because mm-hmm. you'll, you're coming from the mindset of, no, my intuition told me yeah. to do this and I have to honor it. That's so true. And if for some reason you're finding yourself like, well, what do I need to get intuitive information about? I would say just keep on living your life and do your thing. And when you feel a shift in energy where you feel agitated or you don't feel excited about something, that's when take a look at what's happening. I would say that. But I feel like your intuition actually leads you to the things that you love. So whatever you're loving doing, follow that nudge and that's following your intuition. You're following your soul's compass. So pay attention to that also. And I hope that this episode gave you some sort of new insight when it comes to your intuition or maybe just confirmation that you've been following it the whole way. Yes, and we will see you on the next episode. On the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel, too.
If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.